Blog Talk Radio. It's the Sunday Night Roundtable on the Wide Men Network at blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. Here's the guys to discuss anything and everything brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New, Facebook.com slash MakeupKennedy, and WowFreeCam.com. Here's your hosts, Nate, T.R., and Tim. Whoa, it's, it's us. We're back. We're back. Did you miss us? I missed us. Joining me tonight is my good buddies, my brother from another mother up north, the Great White North, Mr. Tim Dombrova. What's up, dude? Ah, ah. I come from the land of the ice and snow. <laughs> from the midnight sun where the hot springs flow. Up here in Canada. Hammer Beautiful. of the gods. <laughs> Hammer of the gods, you have that correct, sir. Well done, I sir. I do. Thank you. I know Greta Van Fleet when I hear it. I mean Led Zeppelin. Just kidding. <laughs> Our young hey, hey, hey. will get that. You don't pick on Greta Van Fleet. They're a good band. Love them. You know I haven't listened to enough of them to, to really make a decision upon if I like them or not. So uh, well, if you like Led Zeppelin, you, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you like Led Zeppelin, you probably like Greta Van Fleet. If you don't like Led Zeppelin, you yeah. probably don't. But they're all right. Nice young guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, Good to hear some classic rock that's sung by some guys who aren't fucking 75. Yeah, I mean, it's always good. Good to have some something like that. I, I've just like heard it, some people like say that. I just heard well, some the only way it's, it's not good, natives is if it's a complete and total fabricated ripoff. If it has been done on purpose to sound exactly like them, then it's gay. I shouldn't say gay. I take that back. <laughs> well, that's one way to that's put it. That's not the word to you. Well, I fucking have full disclosure. Fifty-year-old white guy uses gay for a different meaning. I bet I take it back. Don't get offended. Then, then it's not good. <laughs> no. Yeah, I understand. It's uh, it's lame, as we would say. It's lame. It triggers me. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing. Can I can can I bring up something here? I know it's the round table, sure. and we're going to talk a little bit here. About fatherhood. Uh, right. For those of you that right. for those of you that haven't been paying attention, I just uh, the reason there was no wide men can't jump this past Wednesday. I was at the hospital. My son was born at seven twenty uh, on Wednesday night, Halloween night. He was born, and I just got home. Uh, this is Sunday night, so I just got home yesterday evening. And I'm still recovering from sleep. We went into the hospital on Tuesday, and we didn't come home until Saturday night. And I'm still recovering from sleeping in a reclining chair for four or five Good nights. Time. It was rough. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't trade it for the world. But, yeah. No, I, I called this episode Sunday Night Fatherhood. Um, he he was born, and now I'm I'm, I'm a proud papa. A healthy little boy, and he's doing good. He's actually downstairs with his mommy, about to get a bath. Uh, her and her oh, mom are, are really—they're they're really doing a great job. And, and I feel like I'm a, a complete waste of space, uh, just trying to help any and everywhere I can. But man, oh man, the poor little guy—he—he's—he's uh, he's been uh, looked at and poked and prodded, and you know, like every little baby. So 
he's doing okay though. So thanks to everybody for congratulations and and well wishes and you know, Twitter and Facebook and all that. So thank you everyone for for putting out those kind words. Uh, Tim, Tr, both were very kind to me and messaged me and wished me thank you. So thank you guys as well. I felt like I was there, Nate. <laughs> Did you now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt like I was there. I was getting updates and uh, not even ones that you were sending me, but between your your uh, messages and uh, Facebook, I, I was almost like I was there. <laughs> well, it it was a, it was a something I'll never forget. So, uh, but yeah, he's here now. So no more pregnant fiance. Now it's mother to my child. So. He has made his appearance. Cade Michael Earl Bush. Mama Otcom. <laughs> yeah, Motum. <laughs> I don't know why I always, uh, every time I say Autumn, I, 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 I slip into Tom Hanks' Forrest Gump mode for some reason. Autumn. <laughs> Jedi. I don't know why that is. <laughs> <laughs> no idea, but it it occurs to me that I always do. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I should just but, say autumn, but I don't. No, uh, but you know, we we talked a little bit, um, you know, last time we were on about how we were all doing. We all, in case you guys don't follow the Wide Men Can Jump Facebook group, it is a blast to be involved in. Tim, Tom, and myself all post our weekly or daily or however often we post them picks for your betting lines, wherever you decide to bet. We actually put no money down on these. None of us do. By, by uh, quarterly okay. annual. <laughs> but uh, Tim had a big day today. Did you not, sir? Um, I did. Uh, at 10-0. And so far, the Patriots are doing me a solid. They're, they're they are. still leading. They're still leading. If they win, we'll be 11-0, and and then it's going to be up to the mighty Cowboys who watched them watch the Cowboys fuck me. <laughs> They've done it to a lot of people over the years. Uh. I can almost guarantee it. The, the Cowboys will screw me blind yet again, but I'll take 11-1. and one. Shit, that's not bad. <laughs> well, I mean... To get ten of these right, it's pretty tough. So you got to tip your hat to anybody that can do that. Yeah, and I even picked like the upset. Like I'm pretty sure the money was probably on the Rams today. And I rolled with yeah, I rolled with my boy Drew Brees. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that uh, I was kind of surprised that the Rams didn't win that game. I really thought uh, that I, the Jerry yeah, I wouldn't would come out if it. If the game would have been not in New Orleans, that was my deciding push. Well, that's one issue that that the Rams and the Chargers both have. Neither one of them have much of a home field advantage because if you ever watch their home games where they're in L.A. and they both just recently moved there, they don't really have a lot of fans. Well, and and the, the Chargers in particular don't get any love. No, they really don't. Everybody's on the Rams. They don't the Chargers get the, are a good team this year. Yeah, they don't get they don't get the uh, attendance. They don't do bad, but the, the Rams are sold out. The Chargers are not. And uh, I think most people would be happier if the Chargers would go back to San Diego. But as we I don't know, wonder why they left there. Why, I don't understand but, why L.A. got two teams um, when they had why none. Do you, 
Yeah, and and why would you want to move to a, a you're going to a new, I mean, I guess it's not really that far or anything, but you're moving to a new city into a new building that's owned by the Rams. This makes no sense. I don't get it either. I don't get it either. You don't, you re, yeah, I mean, you don't even have a home field, really. You don't. Basically, every game's a road game for the Rams or for the Chargers. But then but I even the Rams don't out, get that. Know, why the Raiders go from, you know, L.A. to Oakland to wherever the hell else they've been. Um, and now, I guess, what, in a year to Vegas, I guess, from what so the story goes. Yeah, the Oakland's supposed to be moving to Vegas, uh, so we'll see what happens. That's supposed to be what's going on. I mean, I guess on. a lot of their weirdness <laughs> right was uh, a lot of their weirdness was Al Davis, I guess. But back in the day, because he, I'm pretty sure John Gruden is uh, channeling Al Davis at this point. Seems to be about uh, everything <laughs> they can do to to uh, get that budget down a little bit further. Is anybody else making any money on this team? <laughs> Trade them. Well, they're trying. They're trying to. Uh, they released Bruce Irvin the other day, who's a great linebacker, and I'm actually it's stunned that they more did. People. They, yeah, they they trade Amari Cooper to the Cowboys for what was it a first round pick they got out of him? Right, but you know, I, I read a story about that. Okay, I mean, they got rid of they got rid of Khalil Mack. They get rid of yeah, Amari which Cooper. was stupid. They get rid of Irving. Which, now, but then everybody, yep. oh, we got they got for three first round picks. Okay, they're going yeah. to have to pick with those first three round picks. They're going to have to hit on each one, and that's only if they yeah. pick a wide receiver, uh, a defensive lineman, and a and an offensive lineman. And they're going to have to hit with each one to be as good as they were now, which is shitty. Well, let's look at, <laughs> look at it this way: the Bears. Are five and three. Yeah, the Cowboys could go to four and four tomorrow, and the Raiders are at the bottom of the barrel. Uh, I believe they are. What is their? Well, they can, are now one. Yeah, and they're seven. one and one and seven. I believe. So the Raiders are going to get a good pick. They're going to get a yeah, good pick. I mean, pick I can themselves. applaud if you think that you know, like with the Cowboys. Now, okay, I'm a Cowboys fan, but even if I wasn't. Okay, they don't have a wide receiver that's any good. And if they feel like, okay, that that's kind of the piece that we're missing, that we're, you know, we're half decent, but with a wide receiver, yeah. we can probably make the playoffs in the NFC East. Um, yeah, because it's wide open still, right now. Still, yeah, we could still easily win the division. Um, I can understand making that pick. And from what I understand about the draft, there's no good wide receivers this year. So their first-round pick wasn't going to get them one. Yeah, I mean, that's smart on their part, I think. Like, Well, there's certainly some logic to it. The flip side of that, though, is the Raiders don't have any receivers, so they trade the best one they got, and then he goes on TV. I mean, I don't know that he has yet, but he did it with Mac. You know, they trade their best pass rusher, and then he goes on television and says, God damn, I wish we had a pass rusher. Well, holy <laughs> shit, dude. You had one. Yeah. I mean, that made no sense. It's like, why would you it do that? It made no sense at all. Uh, you know, he goes on TV every week, and, you know, well, the team's not gelling. And, yeah, well, those guys are – anybody that's any good there is pretty much sure they're going to get moved. Um, all right, your your season's already over now, so I don't really know what you expect. If you're 1-7, you're not pulling off nine, eight in a row to go 9-7 and, and maybe sneak in the playoffs. That's not happening. 
I mean, they're shooting. And, and apparently, home, and apparently, Derek Carr, they don't, they don't like Derek Carr. They're not high on him. So I don't know. I, I really don't know what they're well, going to do. Well, that's because they. That's because too many times they think his name is David Carr when they get the cold sweats. <laughs> but <laughs> possibility as well. But because yeah, they want to get rid of this guy. They want to get rid of this guy who who showed glimpses of greatness just years a few years ago. Khalil Mack is is to me maybe well, one of the best linebackers in football right now. You easily. get rid of him. Like he top top five easily. And then you well, get rid of you him. Go, you, get rid of, you get rid of your number one receiver in Amari Cooper after you, well, if you go look Jordy at the stats on him particularly. He had, a, I believe, he he was, uh, I want to say, Pro Bowl year one. Maybe not, but his first two years were really good, and then they stopped throwing him the ball. Like they said, well, he don't he don't make any big plays. They don't throw him the ball anymore. They just quit. Like he wasn't in the playbook anymore. If you go and look at his like targeted, they barely throw it at him. Well, you know, why don't you take this guy who can run like the wind and was of you know, he was, what, uh, first-round pick out of Alabama, I believe? Yeah, um, yeah, he was. So, and I said, had if you go look at his stats, his first two years are pretty damn good. Why'd they stop throwing him the ball? It doesn't even make sense. Now, that didn't happen on Gruden's watch. No, it didn't. One would, but one would think that you would do the math and go, okay, we we have trouble moving the ball. Why is that? Oh, hey, we have a wide receiver who can run like the wind, but we don't throw him and can spread out the field, but we don't throw him the ball. Huh. Well, never mind with that. But don't, trade him. don't forget that you had you had there at one point Michael Crabtree as well. So, yeah, they've had players there. I they mean, have. They, let's be honest. I mean, back in what I don't know when Al Davis died, but as long as Al Davis was alive, that team was a hot mess and was never going anywhere. If they did win, it was almost um, beating the system because they weren't interested. <laughs> he was not really that interested in winning. He was more interested in – he got a Super Bowl back with uh, 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 I wanna, Jim Plunkett, I believe. Was Plunkett a quarterback there? I want to say an aging Jim Plunkett was a quarterback in the, for the Raiders when they won their Super Bowl. I think they, they had won Madden. one back in the eighties. They won one back in the eighties anyway. And once you go on, I shall get to the bottom of this while you talk. Yeah, look that up. He hasn't been that much interested in winning once he collected one. And they've been a mess for where guys have went for their to watch their careers die. Yeah, I'm not sure. I want to say. Okay, Jim so Plunkett. the Raiders got two. They got two in the eighties. Uh, they got. One in eighty four, nineteen eighty four. Good lord. Uh, or no, no, that was. Wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Oh shit. Well, this just doesn't add up here. Hold on. Oh yeah, yeah they were in Los Angeles fall, at the time. That was what was. The, yeah, that's what threw me off. They, they were in Los Angeles. Sorry, I forgot they were Los Angeles at the time. They beat the Redskins. Yeah. Okay. They, fair and enough. they beat the Redskins thirty-eight to nine when they had Tom Flores as their head coach. And this happened in oh, Tampa, yeah, yeah, Florida. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. 
let's see who was the quarterback of this here team. Let's take a look, shall we? Uh, Marcus likely. Allen was the rusher. You're right, Jim Plunkett. Uh, Jim Plunkett. That's he was the quarterback. You're right. Good job. I don't know who the Marcus other one Allen. Of course, that doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt to have Marcus Allen. And then, of course, they had the three-man front with no. Howie Long, Lyle Alzado, and Greg Townsend. So okay. they, not bad. Won. they won the Super Bowl in, in 83, 76, 80, and 83. So they haven't won a 84. Super Bowl for 35 years. Yeah. They haven't yeah, been relevant been for a long time. It's been a while. That they did make it when to the was, Super Bowl uh, in, 2000, in 2001, 2002, where they were hammered by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who was their uh, Who was their quarterback back in the when they won in 1980? Rich Gannon. Oh, 1980. I'm talking about when they played Tampa. Rich, Rich Gannon. Gannon. Might as well have been. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, quarterback for the Raiders. Whenever he was the only other quarterback I can think of the Raiders is Kenny Stabler, but I don't Plunkett. think it was him. It was Plunkett again. Fucking Plunkett's got two. That lucky <laughs> bastard. Plunkett and See, Mark I don't think Wilson he ever did anything back. else. In all seriousness, yeah, I don't think he like if you look at his, uh, you know, if you bring him up, probably I think you'll find those two years were the two good years he had. And other than that, I don't really think he ever did much. Jim Plunkett, yeah, I mean, he really isn't known for his. He really wasn't known. He's not for somebody much. that comes up in the discussion of. You know, great quarterbacks. Hey, Jim Plunkett, no. Most people probably go Jim who? Well, he was a quarterback for the Raiders for from 78 till 86. Did he, Two was Super he the Bowls. quarterback in 77? Was he the quarterback in 77 when they won too? Uh, no, not till 78. Uh, he won two Super Bowls. Okay, it would be, uh, he, yeah, he missed David the, the year they won. Was Kenny Stabler? Yeah. The left-handed Kenny the Snake. He was a lefty. Yeah, yeah. That was their. That was their. Their two quarterbacks. Oh, good for him. I always liked him because back in the day, that That, was. uh, I think he might have been the only left-handed quarterback in the league, so it was pretty cool when he was on TV. I remember watching him going, "Hey, that's pretty," because it just looked so different. eh? Yeah. Yeah, it is interesting to watch a lefty play. Um, I believe that was – yeah, John Madden won it that year. He was the coach. Right. Okay, yeah. And from that one Super Bowl, he became the, the Dave Meltzer of uh, football. Wait a minute. It says they won – did they win that year? Their Super Bowl. The Raiders were... entered – no, 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 no. Wait, it's – Okay, they won it in 76, not 77. Yeah, their Super Bowls okay. were 76, 80, and 83. Okay, that, that's what threw me off. Uh, because the Super Bowl games are in 77, but the season is 76. So that's what threw me off. They didn't win it that year. But John Madden was the coach. They beat the Vikings in the Super Bowl. And Ken Stabler was the quarterback. Kenny Stabler. Well, as long as Kenny Stabler got his, didn't get fucked out of his Super Bowl. He didn't. He was, he was, the, I've been upset. He was the man. <laughs> Speaking of the Raiders, have you read, have you seen what's going around online about the Oakland Raiders? Uh, this well, is from years depends ago. On what, depends on what you might be talking Oh, about uh, Demarcus Russell not watching game tape? <laughs> Demarcus Russell, yeah. Have you, have you read that? Is that not amazing? <laughs> 
it explains a lot about Demarcus. I mean, there's Russell. a lot, there's a lot going on there that we're kind of. Like, you gotta love it that they, that they sent him blank those, videotapes. And for people and then, that don't know, if, if you haven't oh, seen what me. we're talking about, apparently, apparently, Jamarcus Russell was drafted, and the and the coaching staff thought that maybe Jamarcus wasn't watching film at home. I don't like know they why they thought that. Like, well, yeah, they would give him tape. They didn't think he was studying the tape. So what they did was they gave him blank cassettes of tape. The next day, Jamarcus came in and said he watched the blitz packages. He had <laughs> them blitz packages tape. down. Oh, he did. Nobody could stop those blitz packages like him. But he, Jamar- that, <laughs> didn't, uh, didn't Jamarcus give back some of his money? Uh, I think he had to. Um, it was really, God, oh my! They signed him to like just, thirty-nine million dollars. Like he's maybe the biggest. They signed him to some outrageous uh, contract, and I want to say, I'm pretty sure he gave back some of the money. Let me look. I mean, can you imagine that he was that bad? Oh, he's he was only bad. Thirty-three. He's only thirty-three years old right now. Apparently, he got first, arrested in 2010 for a coding first syrup overall possession. Pick, signed a $61 million contract with $32 million guaranteed. That's a lot of money. That's just so much money. $32 million. And, and And just, like, didn't earn a buck of it, barely. <laughs> Sucked so no, bad. No, his, his stats are, are terrible. Apparently, in 2016, it was reported Russell had written letters to all 32 NFL teams asking for a tryout and pledging to play one year for free, although no team responded to the letter. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, because he had, uh, um, after he was gone from the, uh, he had a, I don't know if he was gone yet or not. He had a cocaine uh, problem. Yeah, he apparently had gotten arrested for like co- coffee, cough syrup with Cody. Yeah, in it. I can't. I don't know if that was during his playing career. I don't think so. I think it was the year after. I'm actually looking to see if he had to give any money back. I'm sure it was him. If it wasn't him, it was another one of those big, big out of high school quarterbacks that got a big fat contract and actually gave some of the money back. Maybe I got the wrong guy. Apparently they settled his contract for like three million dollars. He ended up getting paid thirty six. He ended up getting paid thirty six million of the sixty eight million, and he uh, still owed was still owed three million at the time of his release. They were looking for a repayment of nine point five five million, leading Russell to counter with a nine million dollar grievance of his own. Two years after selling his mansion to avoid foreclosure. Russell certainly will welcome the second windfall of his aborted NFL career, according to this article. So, apparently he bought a mansion. Where he gave anything back. I was going to say this, and I was just going to find it again. This sums up apparently the... Uh, wanted $9.5 million back. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Um, where the hell is that? This is this explains why the Cleveland Browns weren't any good. They were uh, they were upset that they um, uh, 
they couldn't because he got picked first and they didn't get him. Uh, Brown's general manager said his talent is substantial. He has that unbelievably rare combination of size and arm strength. Uh, well, apparently not. <laughs> well, I'll so say this Demarcus about Russell could have been another one of the list of uh, Browns quarterbacks who sucked balls. When he played at LSU, he was fantastic. No ifs, ands, well, or buts. said, though, there's a, there's a big difference between, you know, like even when you look at his stats for college, I mean, he barely, he didn't throw the ball very much. You know, 144. Uh, he had a big last year. God, he had a big 300, Only threw 342 times. Not really that many. I mean, in the pros, you're going to be – yeah, I mean, college is just different. I mean, look, you look at that guy right now. Let's throw we'll, – we'll jump over to college after we beat the NFL up a little bit. You take the – I don't know how to say I can never pronounce his name properly. The guy from Alabama. Tua? Um, yeah, I mean, his quarterback Iowa. rating right now – Yeah, his quarterback rating is 238. That's insane. <laughs> because he's thrown like – I believe it's like 30 touchdown passes and no interceptions. But they've already said he probably won't be an NFL quarterback because he's not big enough. Well, he's not big he's enough, good. and don't forget, don't forget. He's a lefty too. Alabama quarterbacks aren't exactly blowing the world up in the NFL. If anybody can no. really pay attention. Well, I would say that the majority of, I mean, uh, Tim Tebow was a great college quarterback. In fact, one of the one of the yeah, better one of the better ones of all time, probably. Won what? Uh, two at least two national championships at least. He got two. Maybe, maybe got, three. I think he got two, and he may have got a Heisman. I, I yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure he did. But he, he his he game got did, one or two Heisman. I can't remember offhand. His game did not transfer to uh, to the pros. Um, there's but been yeah, lots he did of guys. win some games. He did win some games in the NFL, and I'm not a Tebow like supporter of like all oh, Tebow needs to be in the NFL. I didn't want him on my I don't team, know. To be honest, I don't, I don't know that he got – I don't know that he really got a fair shake. Uh, John – he did fairly well in Denver, but John Elway didn't like him. Yeah, so, I see that. So, oh, here's uh, uh, here's some – Quick update. Yes. Uh, um, Thomas Robinson update. Yes. Tom is sick. Just started ah. to function. Uh, ah. Yeah, I got that. I got that a couple minutes ago, so I didn't see it. Yeah, so, he's, he's typing something to me as we speak, so he's probably not feeling very well. Completely understand the TR we hope to feel. Looks like it might have been self-inflicted. Ah, but uh, here's a happen. list of uh, here's a list of Alabama quarterbacks right now. You want to hear some of them in the NFL, some of the more sure. notable ones? I'm going to laugh. But... <laughs> okay, right now, A.J. McCarron. And glorified now, these backup. are notable. Remember, these are notable quarterbacks in the NFL from Alabama. A.J. McCarron, Greg McElroy, Greg Brody Hill. Croyle, Ken Stabler, <laughs> and Joe Namath. Can we stop okay, for so a second? Okay, so those first two are pretty solid. But uh, can we stop for a Greg second Hilliard? and just say that we mentioned that we have mentioned Ken Stabler more on this podcast than he's probably ever been mentioned on a podcast before? Well, I don't know. Super Bowl winner. 
probably a Raiders podcast out there that holds Ken Stabler in high regard. Maybe. You said that other quarterback was who? Greg Brady? Did you say? Greg McElroy. No, I think it was Greg Brady. From the Brady Greg Man. Brady. <laughs> Might as There's well only one Brady in the NFL, sir. And it ain't Wayne Brady. And it ain't Wayne or Greg. Sir Thomas of Brady. Speaking of, you want to hear my my uh, my uh, my Tom Robinson joke? Yeah, go for it. Okay, I gotta I gotta think this through because I gotta word it properly. What do Tom okay. Robinson and Markel Fultz both have in common? What? Neither one of them can unload the ball. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! What am I gonna do with you? Well, that's a bit of a you know inside joke there as well. Although Tom well, uh, disclosed <laughs> it, so well, yeah, I'm not going down that road either. But so, so no, no, sir, we my, are not. Too soon for my uh, redoing of the uh, Eagles fight song. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that. I'd be well, lying about that. I wasn't excited. What do you want to hear? Oh, you you could you can do it now. All right. Okay. Well, I I don't really know how the song goes, but it's what it's fight eagles fight. Da, right? da, 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 no, fly da, da, eagles fly. Fly eagles fly on the road okay, well, Tom, to uh, uh, Frank. Okay. Well, Frank had to go with that. He he wrote glide eagles glide on the road to mediocrity. Oh God. And then instead of, uh, then what is it, fight, fight, fight? Yeah. Yeah, he wrote, something ain't right. Uh-oh, Eagles fumble all night. Give up <laughs> Gee, a touchdown, Frank. one, two, three, one, two, three. They're too slow. Fuck, oh, no. Let's watch the Eagles blow. Glide, Eagles, glide. <laughs> Last place is a certainty. <laughs> E-A-G-L-E-S, the Eagles are worse than all the rest. Oh, it man. Again. Wow. This is rough. Well, Frank, you know Frank hates Tom. <laughs> Frank pulls no punches. Frank hates Tom with a passion, and he hates the Eagles because Tom loves the Eagles. So Frank, by nature, has to hate them. Okay, well, it's rather clever, though. Glide, Eagles, glide. I kind of like that. And it's pretty clever. I'll give you that. Speaking of which, that segues into another thing that happened on the weekend that I don't know got any press. Uh, the Army okay. Air Force game in college football. Okay. Army uh-huh. kidnapped the Air Force uh, mascot, who is a rare, oh, yeah. uh, some kind of gyro falcon, some rare one, an old, and they fucking hurt him. They broke oh, his wing, no. and, they might, and they might have to fucking put the bird under. They might have to euthanize him because there's, you know, he's pretty old, and they're oh, not sure that man. there's anybody walking the face of the earth that knows how to repair that, because I guess it's a fairly rare bird. Yeah. What do you what do you do? You know, like does, does Air Force like fucking bomb West Point tomorrow morning? Or how's that work? Jeez, that's crazy. Well, I'm all for pranks and all that shit, but you're gonna gotta you know take care there, of there's the a line. <laughs> yeah, there's a line to cross, and you can hey, they've got a rare. I believe it was like 20 years old. This bird, real old, and and almost at the end of its days. Yeah, let's let's kidnap it and then let's rough it up a bit. 
Joe. That's fine. I don't know what that says about the boys of Army, but um, somebody's asleep at the helm down there. <laughs> Apparently. Well, since you're talking Army. college football, I guess we can talk a little bit about the weekend that was in college football. Um, let's talk. Let's talk three games in particular. Best game, before we get to the best game of the weekend, before we do that, let's talk about the fact that Alabama is unbeatable, <laughs> and I think they proved it. Well, uh, if you ask there me. are there are two teams left that have a chance to beat Alabama, and the only way they're going to play each other, well, one they'll get to play because they're going to get to play uh, Clemson in the what is it the whatever their division championship is, they'll get to play each other. So that that will decide that. There is only one other team that could beat them possibly, and the only way they play is in the national championship, and that's if they even get there, and that's Michigan. Yeah, got to have but a defense. You don't think Notre Dame can handle them? No. Okay. Not enough. Well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this about Notre Dame. I'm normally the first person to jump out and say Notre Dame is overrated. That Notre Dame is never playing anyone or ever any good. This Notre Dame team, um, they actually have played a tough schedule. They've actually had a tough schedule. Yeah, they're a good team, but they're not a great team. They don't have a, uh, to beat Alabama. You're going to have to be able to score some points, and you're going to have to be able to stop them. LSU only stopped them about half the time and couldn't score any. That's why people well, think Alabama, that Clemson has at least got a chance because yeah, they Clemson's can at least got a put shot. up some. They can at least put up some points. But yeah, they, they only put up seventy-seven on Saturday on Louisville. They had three running backs with over 100 yards rushing, which is uh, stupid. <laughs> ridiculous. But uh, but LSU, I mean, there was some doubt really about whether how good they really were. I mean, yeah. They were yeah, I mean, seven and one, but they, they hadn't really looked that spectacular. Um, and that's kind yeah, of how I really feel had. about That's how I feel about Notre Dame. I mean, they beat Michigan in week one, and I'll give them credit for that, but that was week one. They barely beat Ball State. They barely beat Vanderbilt. They barely beat – well, they they put, laid a pretty good beating on uh, Virginia Tech. They beat Pitt by five points. They beat, they beat Navy fairly good, and they barely beat Northwestern. Like, they haven't been walking away with any games is what I'm getting at. They're winning. Yeah, well, Northwestern – and, and winning is I'll good. Say this about, I'll say this about the Northwestern game. Northwestern is – a good team this year, and, and they're yeah, they they're better than what people team. think. They, they do, and they're actually at the top of their part of the Big Ten because they did beat Wisconsin. Um, now, do I think they're going to win the Big Ten? No, clearly no. But uh, in their division of the of the Big Ten, they are a good team. They're five and four now, but they are good. Notre Dame, they've got their their toughest games are coming up. They got a break next yeah, they, week because they're only playing. Florida they got State, Florida State then they got coming play, up. With, then they're they struggling. Play Syracuse, Syracuse, and then they're the tough one, which doesn't look tough. But they have to USC. go out west and play USC in California. 
where all those nice uh, Catholic boys from the East Coast get to go to the nice, sunshiny California and the pretty girls and all the glitz and all that, and sometimes that's enough to get it done. And USC's not great this year, but they're not horrible either. So, I, I really like their quarterback. I do. I, I well, yeah, like don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to write them off or anything. I just don't think they can hang with Alabama. They don't score enough points, and they don't stop enough points, whereas at least that's where my Michigan comes from because Michigan's defense is fucking out of this world. But even they might get tore up by Alabama. Who knows? I mean, you would it's have gonna to be, be crazy to bet against them. Let's put it that way. Well, it depends on the spread. <laughs> Well, Tom, if you go and listen to the show, Tom and I had a, well, not an argument, but a discussion about, well, you know, 14 and a half. And I'm like, it's it's Alabama. 14 and a half, that's nothing for those guys. And it wasn't. They doubled it. And they took their feet off the pedal in the, the second half. They got a they got a quarterback who, who was dinged up. They got a backup that can't barely, did you see the backup on TV? He can't barely walk. Literally. Yeah. Couldn't barely walk. He waddled, and they threw him out there, and he and he was effective. They got the two best yep. quarterbacks in college football, and they're both hurt, and they still win by thirty points. Now, that being what said, you, I give no credit. What do you do, no credit right? To Nick Saban, I give no credit to Nick Saban whatsoever. None. Alabama has got good fucking football players. It's just that simple. Now well, they can recruit. I guess he does. Well, it's not hard to recruit when you're Alabama, right? Well, well you got to remember. Alabama. You want to win some national Alabama, championships or don't you? Well, you got to remember, though, Alabama at one point in time before Saban got there was not the destination that people wanted to no. go. They used to be a laughing stock. See, they'll, they should run into trouble here fairly quick because they're going to uh, – the people they got coming in won't be the top-notch guys because they won't get they won't get to play. So they go somewhere else, right? Yeah. Like, unless everybody turns pro again, which I don't even know. I think their quarterback, I don't even think he's even close to – I think he's still got two uh, years left if he wanted him. Yeah, I don't think he's going to go pro yet. I don't see it. I think he'd be it foolish make a if lot he of did. If he does. Unless somebody tells him, well, you know, hey, we're going to pick you and throw a big pile of money at you. I mean, that's really the only reason to go pro. Yeah, if, if you're, you're not, not getting taken in the really first good. round, you shouldn't leave early. No, it's a, that's it's just, a mistake. That's my thoughts. Yeah, my thoughts are if you're not getting taken in the first round, there's no sense in you leaving. No, because you're not going to get any money. Um, no. And that basically tells you that you aren't uh, – you're not going to start anytime soon probably. Unless you no. show something that – you know, unless you're one of those guys who blooms coming out of college, which happens occasionally, but for the most part, doesn't. Um, but yeah, Alabama. Uh, it's it's kind of like betting against the Patriots in the NFL. They don't, you know, and they except that they win all the time. Like, what? Why would you ever yeah. not pick them? I mean, they've lost what? I don't even know. It can't be more than three or four times in the last three or four years. They don't lose often. Because I think they lost the only problem last is, year. Yeah. I think. They did. Because they weren't even ranked. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure they did. 
they weren't the number one pick of the in going into the championship series. They were fourth because there was talk that they weren't weren't even going to get in that before they made the selection, and then they got in there and ass raped everyone. Enough about that's that. true. They're making me yeah. Sick. Let's talk about the big game this weekend, the game that I thought was the most entertaining game of the weekend, and that was West Virginia versus Texas. Oh, that game where neither defense decided to show up? Oh, absolutely. I will I will, I will agree 2,000%, <laughs> sir. Neither defense was available. <laughs> Somebody, the, the, the bus with the defenses on it didn't make it to the game? No, they, they did not at all. It was a game of all the second stringers. No defense. Let them go. That was a pretty crazy game, and I couldn't, you know. And then that ending, well, they'll make a movie out of that one. <laughs> Let me tell you about that ending. If you're in that situation, and first of all, before the first timeout, would you have went for it? Would you have went no. for two? No, not me neither. Unless, unless that coach knew something that I don't, which he may have. Like I kind of, I kind of liken it to, and I don't know if you remember, it's uh, probably I don't know. I want to say like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, something like that, when Boise State played out. I think I believe it was Alabama actually, in some bowl game, and nobody thought they could hang with them. And it got to overtime, and they were just so tired that he knew I can't throw the defense back out there. They're just gonna yeah. get, they're gonna give up the touchdown, and we can't get another one. We we got to go for it. And they trick they trick played the two pointer, trick played for a touchdown, and trick played for a two pointer. That's kind of how I feel about this. That it wasn't was kind of like he was knew. Was that the Boise State? Was that the Boise State Oklahoma game? Yeah, Oklahoma. That's right, not Alabama. Oklahoma. Yeah, where they. They uh, they were losing and they, they they trick played to tie it, and then they got a touchdown and then they trick played to, they they said screw it we're not we're not going for one to tie it we're going for two, if we lose, fuck it because our defense they is done. They got the Statue of Liberty play and it worked. Right, and it worked for that game. But that's kind of how I'm feeling about the West Virginia Texas game is that maybe he knew, if I throw my team back out there we we got nothing left, it's now or or nothing, so I'm going to go for it. Maybe. I know. I mean, I both, don't know. both defenses. Well, you know, though, they did show up for the third the quarter. First half. Yeah, the defense played better in the second half on both sides. Well, but... only in the third quarter. There was only three points in the third quarter. <laughs> yeah. Out of that mess. A couple fourth down stops. <laughs> but the pass that Will Greer completed to get the touchdown, my God. That was, that was like perfect. It was like God reached down from the heavens and dropped the ball into his hands. You he couldn't have thrown perfect. that. You, he, he could throw that play with nobody else on the field but him and the receiver, and he wouldn't throw it that good. It was perfect. And the receiver got, actually got the foot down, and I was watching it, and I said, oh, my God, I can't believe he caught that. And I was assuming they were going to go for overtime. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and in full disclosure, I made ridiculous fun of you when it happened. Oh, I would say. Oh, I, told, I looked at the old lady and I said, I just heard half of the state of West Virginia go, well, here's the thing. 
But he, West he goes all, for two. West Virginia always goes for two points. We're West Virginia. Apparently. You can't count by ones. <laughs> he he goes for We're two. Also, yeah, it was crazy and they, they 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 get a penalty on the on the on the play and they gotta run it again. No, 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 they didn't. Stop it. They didn't they didn't get a penalty. They went yeah, for they two. No, 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 no. Listen, here's what happened. They went for two, right? Just before the ball was snapped. Texas called timeout. Oh, I thought they and West Virginia convert. No, no, that's why the ball was still at the two and a half yard line. So I was still well, at the extra point. They, line. They, they converted it anyway. That play ran. They converted it, and then Texas they converted it anyhow, out. and then they did it again. Although they didn't then they the did same it play at least. Well, it was the same formation. They ran the exact same formation. This time, Texas dropped somebody back on the slant route, which left it wide open. Greer took off and ran it in. And then, and then proceeded to do the horns down. To, to well, you got to think about it now. I mean, West Virginia is not going to get into the playoff, even though they're they're seven and one. But they're not going to get in. They're just not going to get the love probably that they probably. No, they're not going to get. Well, and they still got to play Oklahoma yet. Well, they, they got to play Oklahoma. They got to play TCU. They, there's some um, games. They got Oklahoma State and Okie State. They they still got some fairly tough games, but that yeah. game they're probably. At the very least, cemented them a nice bowl game somewhere with a nice I paycheck. I think that game, if they win, if I think if they can win, um, I think they got to win two more games. Maybe two of their two of their last three conference games. I think they only have three conference games left. If they win two or three of their last comp, two out of three. Like if, let's just say they lose to Oklahoma, but they beat Oklahoma State, they beat TCU. Um, let me check their schedule. Make sure that well, I know exactly TCU, what it is. Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma. They got three games. Okay, that's it. All right, so if they win two out of those and they're three. And they're a game behind Oklahoma in the Big 12. They win two out of those three. They will cement themselves in the Big 12 championship game. So that will. Where they're, prob- where they're probably going to have to beat either Texas or Oklahoma again. Yeah, they'll have to beat one of those teams. So we'll see. But it isn't going to matter because even if they don't, they're still going to. I mean, even if they that, win, that's the, even if that's the kind of game that gets national television recognition, that people go, "Oh man, all those points and all that hype and right at the bitter end and all that." That's the kind of shit when people are picking ball games and they go, "Well, man, we could get the Mountaineers. They put up a shit pile of points. They're interesting. They're fun to watch. They're going to score a shitload. Sweet. Well, and you've got Let's get them in here." And you've got a um, and, and you've got a quarterback the, uh, who's probably going to play on Sundays too. So, yeah, I don't know where the the uh, winner of the Big Twelve probably has some some automatic bid to a bowl game if they don't make the uh, BCS. Um, I don't know if they do or not. Well, they've started to do usually that, it... apparently. Um, where if, if you don't, because they they're trying to make those certain games, big games again, you know, like it used to be when uh, I was a kid, man, the, the orange bowl and all that was holy shit. The world came to a halt. I think there is. I'm but, looking uh, here. Cause I can't remember. I know the big 10 and the big, and the pac 12 normally meet in the Rose bowl is, is what they've been doing. Um, Let's well, see they've been, that's what I'm getting at. They've changed some of that to uh, 
the Sugar Bowl, so SEC, the winner of the SEC, not the number one in the SEC, and the number one in the Big Twelve go to the um, the Sugar Bowl. Um, let's just and let's just we're just gonna go ahead and say it um, that the SEC definitely has uh, their number one team is gonna be in the playoff. So yeah, so you're gonna see. I don't know who you'll see, but hey, I mean a bowl game is worth. You know, if it's a nationally televised bowl game, it's worth tens of millions of dollars to the school. I mean, that's oh a big yeah, deal. I mean especially one of those. Uh, yeah, I for mean, sure. It's not, so it's you may end up seeing Oklahoma. One one thing is you're going to see. You're going to see probably the number two from the SEC because I don't think two SEC schools are going to get in this year. Um, I don't think so you might get Clemson. But, in other words. Well, it'll be Clem- Clemson's probably going to get in. We'll say Alabama and probably Michigan. And if Notre Dame wins out, Notre Dame's getting in. Uh, so you'll see those. So you'll probably see Georgia against uh, either West Virginia, know, Oklahoma, they, or Texas. Did the rankings come out for the new week already? Yes, they did. Yeah, they're okay, out. We've got they're these, out. Okay, we got Alabama at one, Clemson at two. Notre Dame at three and Michigan at four, and I would say if nobody else loses, if that's if those records stay the same, and they all stay undefeated, that's probably how it'll finish up. Georgia's got an outside shot, and maybe Oklahoma. West Virginia moved up to seven. Yeah, they jumped up quite a bit. They jumped up five spots. Uh, see, Michigan still got uh, Ohio State's in there at eight, and Michigan still has to play Ohio State, so that's. That game will be the game that decides what happens to Michigan. If they win it, they'll probably get in. If they don't, they won't. Um, two losses isn't going to cut it this year. No, two uh, losses is not going to get you in. And then now, here's here's another question for you while we're talking about college football. What do you do okay. with the University of Central Florida, who was 8-0, never went undefeated last year, is going to go undefeated again this year? They're only ranked 11th, but how do you justify keeping out a team that hasn't lost a game in two years? I don't think you. I how think you they keep, should get in. Honestly, how, how, how can you keep them out? I mean, now, especially after you the, can argue the, the win of, they got last. You can year. argue strength of schedule to a point, but if you argue that too hard, then you got to be careful with Alabama, because <laughs> short of Clemson, they don't play anybody. Well, Alabama every year they play in the SEC and. The SEC, everyone just likes to blow them because they're so great, and they beat LSU and yada yada yada. You know how it goes. I mean, I don't want to toot Michigan's horn, but I mean, Michigan in the last three weeks has built, beat number fifteen Wisconsin, number twenty-four Michigan State, and number fourteen Penn State. That's more competition than Alabama played all year. Yeah, and they still got to play Ohio State, which is top ten ranked. Now, granted, some of those teams are in their conference and they don't have a choice but to play them, but should count for something. I don't know. Alabama should. Gets, I mean, Alabama's damn good, too. Like, don't, I mean, it doesn't hurt. I mean, they don't suck. I mean, <laughs> although I would, yeah. like, I would like to see them lose. There needs to be some parity would be nice. Somebody who hasn't won for a while, uh, which maybe isn't even Michigan because they, they haven't been on that big a drought. It's nice to see that. There's no football. You don't get that Cinderella story. It doesn't happen. 
Not very often. You, know, not like, you don't see that. No, not not like in the, the college basketball. Which, speaking of which, college basketball, I believe, starts next this Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, it's getting close. It's getting close. Yeah, because <laughs> Mr. Robinson, in full disclosure, says, "God damn it, we got to find time to do those picks." And I'm like, Tom, "Oh God, did, uh, Tom, did you hear what you just said?" <laughs> Good Lord, have fun with that. Those are tough, man. I would have. I have a hard enough time getting I, my picks out on. I have a hard enough time getting my picks out on the I, internet every day. I don't think I know enough about college basketball to really be uh, very good at that. I mean, I do it for fun because it does make. Uh, you have to admit when you make those picks, and this is what I'd say to anybody who listens to the show and doesn't want to bet money. It's still fun yeah. to make the picks and, and watch because it does make the games a lot more interesting when you've picked one of them to win. I don't know why when there's no money riding on it, but it does. I, I'm a scoreboard well, watcher. Like- I'm watching the games and I'm scoreboard watching and I'm I'm flicking channels. <laughs> what happened there? Oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> could, yeah, it's how me. How could Akron that's State me. lose to Appalachian State? That's crazy. <laughs> Well, I'm looking at my I'm looking at my picks from uh, today, checking up on how I did, and oh, buddy, uh, it's been a rough weekend. Not so, not so good. Uh, no, no, I'm checking. I'm checking them here. I took uh, I took Philadelphia giving up four and a half against Brooklyn tonight, and they lost 122 to 97. Oh my so god! Are your, go are your Timberwolves ever getting slaughtered? Well, yeah, of course they are because the guy that uh, supposed to be the best player on the team decided not to play tonight. I'm, I, uh, well, uh, he can't. He, Jimmy Butler, he can't play three and four nights. Oh, oh yeah, no. that'd be insane. Uh, well, I read, I read his his comments. Medical staff doesn't know how my body feels. I do. Oh, he's well. an asshole. Are uh, you gonna, <laughs> or are you gonna take the money that we pay you? And divide it by the actual amount of games you play, and give us back for the ones you don't. You no fucker. hell no. Oh, and the, uh, and I the took, Raptors. I the Raptors. I took the Knicks tonight. To the too. I took the Knicks uh, against the Wizards. Uh, the Knicks were getting nine. They lost one hundred eight to ninety five. They lost tell me you didn't take the, that. You at least took the Bucks. Uh, no, I didn't. It was a really high line, and Sacramento's actually playing well this year. What was the over/under on that game? I uh, I don't know. I stayed away from it because I know that Milwaukee can score like crazy. Uh, I took oh, Memphis yeah, minus. I took Memphis at minus two tonight. They are current. They lost by two. So there you go. Uh, There's a push. Missed that one. Uh, no, no that's Memphis that's not a, giving that's, two. That's not a loss. Yes, it is. They were giving up two. Oh, they were supposed to win by two. Oh, okay, sorry. They were supposed to win by yeah, two that's more. Pretty close. So, yeah, they lost by That's two. pretty close. So, lost that one. Did you take Toronto? I took Toronto. I took Toronto at minus one and a half. So, they're doing oh, okay. They're, they're they're kicking the, yeah, they're kicking the shit out of them right now. They're winning by 25 right now. Okay, so I may be able, I might get that one. And then I took Minnesota and Portland to finish under 231 and a half, which is probably going to happen. Uh, because Minnesota, because Portland would have to score another thirty some, um, and yeah, they're only at one hundred and sixty-seven. You still need sixty points there yet. Yeah, and, and that's not going to happen. The fourth quarter's half over or third over yeah. already. So, 
I took uh, I took the over on the Memphis Phoenix game. It was over two oh nine. They finished at two oh two, so I missed that one. And I, I took the over on the San Antonio Orlando game. The number was two oh five, and they did finish over two oh five. So I've got twenty seven. So they didn't do too bad. Yeah, I miss. It looks like I'm going to go three and four. Actually, better than I thought. Um. Looking like three and four on this day, so that'll take me up to sixty and fifty-one and well, one. Well, I'm I'm pretty sure with a record of three and four, that that makes you eligible for the Lakers coaching job that's going to be vacant shortly. <laughs> don't forget about the Cleveland Cavs job. Yeah, but you don't want that one. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> At least the Lakers job's going to pay some nice coin. I don't even know the Cleveland job pays that well. I don't understand what really they expected. Gotta, unless you got to think for Kevin TR, Love, I mean. Are TR and I the only people that saw this coming? That saw what coming? <laughs> saw the Lakers situation coming. Did, I did no one said that, that, that this year he was a good <laughs> chance he was going to get fired and that this year was going to be a complete and total write-off. Like, and yet they're, they're four and, and five. And their argument right. is that they want him to win now. And, and How? I'm even okay. Yeah, I'm not even a basketball guy, and I'm like, win with what? But the, okay, yeah, sure. And, and I'm, not got LeBron, LeBron. But, I'm not going to defend LeBron. I'm not going to defend LeBron. LeBron is not. Well, Le- the, no offense, the, but LeBron hasn't actually been putting in forty a night this year either. No, he hasn't. Which it's early. I don't. I, I understand that. And LeBron even came out and said, "We're not going to win this year." He knows. He hedged his bet. He knew. LeBron is waiting for next season. That's why LeBron's not giving one hundred and ten percent. I mean, it's pretty funny you know, when you when when you look at the team leaders for the Lakers and he leads in every stat except for blocks. Yeah, and and with the crew that he has there, we we saw it coming. Like, and if people and people were telling me, no way, man, no way, Lakers going to be top three team in the, in the West. LeBron, no way in hell. They're not even going to sniff the playoffs. Like, like right now, they have the same record as Minnesota, and Minnesota is not worth pick either this season. The only Laker who's going to see the playoffs is LeBron James, and that's going to be behind an announce desk for fucking ESPN. <laughs> yeah, he'll, they'll bring him in for that. I thought oh, yeah, well, he, oh, you're going to be guaranteed if they don't make the playoffs, they got to get they got to keep his name in the news somehow. And that's if he nice doesn't make the do playoffs. If that Lakers team doesn't make the playoffs, I will tell you this. You will see Brian Whitehorse cry live on television. Well, and then you're going to see that the Lakers announced today that the following players have been cut or released. Everybody except LeBron James and Kyle Kuzma. Everybody else is gone. Well, you'll see – we're going to look this up for Wednesday's show. Unless Remind LeBron's got some – I mean, Brandon Ingram hasn't played too bad, I guess. He's only played five games, though. Uh, McGee is gone. Rachel Rondon is gone. Stevenson is gone. I would think Lonzo Ball is in trouble with his stunning nine points per game average and his inability to shoot three-pointers as a point guard, which is just <laughs> – That's Mar- It's Markel Fultz level. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've they've got uh, they've got point guards hey. and shooting and their point guard and their shooting guard are as bad as the Lakers, as the Seventy Sixers. 
Still do me a favor. Scoring from it. Do, do me a favor real quick. I tweeted out. I retweeted, actually. I retweeted a video, like a, a little segment of a shot that Markel Fultz took uh, tonight. Please go on the Wide Men Can Jump Twitter. And if you guys are listening to this, go on the Wide Men Can Jump Twitter and look. It's the last thing I retweeted. You put it on you. About two, I don't I, see it here anywhere. It's on. Go look. It's on the Wide Men Can Jump Twitter. I retweeted it. It's on a, from a guy called Mixtape, Scary Hours. This is Markel Fultz, the third Splash Brother. And watch this shot. Watch this shot. Oh, my God. You got to see it. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Here he goes. Markel's got in the corner. And he's just a bit outside. (laughs) In the immortal words of Bob Euchre from uh, Major League, that pitch was just a bit outside. Like ten feet. He didn't. He hit net on that. Too bad it was the bottom of the net. That's all he hit was net. No rim. No good. Didn't God. go in. Nothing. I mean, and totally uncontested. They didn't even bother. Like whoever was guarding him there just said, "Oh fuck it, I'm gonna let him shoot," because that's gonna be a fucking. Well, why would, I mean, why would you bother? I mean, well, why, why guard him? That's, that's an easy rebound if you're that guy. Just turn around and look at the basket. Because well, actually, don't look at the basket. Look at the backboard. It's not going anywhere near the basket, actually. So, fuck me. I could do better than that. At fifty. <laughs> so bad. Wow, that is fucking ugly. Yeah, that's we'll like, bring that up with TR. Everybody, go look. Huh? Everybody, please go look at that that clip, that video, and enjoy the Markel Fultness. That is of last girl. Last girl pick, give it ass to the prom ugly. That was bad. It was that, bad. Like that it's 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 one of those things where you kinda of look at it and you go, What now? Like it, it like if it was back in the the early days of the internet I would have said that the uh uh it, it buffered there during the shot. And it wasn't really <laughs> that bad because the frame skipped there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh. Wow! Oh, well, that's gonna that's gonna make one of those uh, Saturday night best of blooper compilations on ESPN. You know, with a, it may make something else. Oh, on it's gonna, you know, and watch us. I mean, at least I mean he's got the arms in the air thing up now. At least he's doing that, but. Yeah, the shoulder imbalance has been fixed, but man, the, the shot imbalance has not been. <laughs> now it's his hands don't work. Or oh, something, because man, that was ugly. It was. It was bad, I, and I highly recommend everyone to go check that out and enjoy. <laughs> oh man, the the, pa- the Patriots just pulled off a Brady to Edelman back to the running back for. Did it go for a touchdown? Not quite. Down to the one. Well, New England, in their defense, New England back the up Packers by seven. They're not exactly known for defense. Well, the Packers have got Aaron Rodgers. True. That's it. Green Bay has the ball. Well, that's all apparently. they got. That's all they got. Well, name a name a receiver on the. Well, you might be able to name a receiver <laughs> from Green Cobb, Bay. Geronimo Allison. <laughs> yeah, so you can. Graham, but uh, name a good one. 
<laughs> well, that will be hard. <laughs> uh, hell, Donald Driver, T count. <laughs> Jordy Nelson. Amon Green. <laughs> Amon Green is pretty good. Dave. He was damn good. Uh, <laughs> Donald Driver. A, oh man, I forgot it. That one was money. A, didn't they have a like a like a beast of a tight end at one time? Bubba Franks. Some somebody sticks in my head that yeah, that might be who it was. I just seem to recall that. That he was had him, a, dude. Bubba Franks was a monster. That he had a target at tight end there for a while. That was a yeah, right up there in in Gronkville. Yeah, Bubba Franks was a good tight end they had. I don't know if he played with Rogers or not. Did he uh, own uh, <laughs> Did he own uh, Bubba Bubba Shrimp? Was that the same guy? Bubblegum Bubba shrimp? shrimp? You ever ate a bubblegum shrimp? No. No, no. Yeah. No, it's not not, not just... very fond of the seafood, being a landlocked guy and all. Really? Oh, wow. No, I can't stand it. Why would you want to eat seafood when there's good chicken and beef available? Well, I, I can't argue that. But man, there's nothing like some good shrimp, now. Good shrimp, good lobster. Speaking of which, oh, here, we're going to segue now by, into some fast food, uh, I saw an ad on television for Chick-fil-A nuggets. Have you sampled oh, these? Amazing. Amazing. Are they amazing? amazing. Are they, they're, best so, nuggets. You're telling me they're as good, they're as, good as they look? Oh, they're the best it's nuggets God you can damn, get. damn, on the commercial, Seriously. they make me want to really fucking get on a plane, and I'm just going to book a flight right to the, and land right in the drive through a Chick-fil-A, get a couple orders, and fly home, eat them on the way home. I'll be honest with you, man. They're probably the best... Uh, they're probably the best in terms of of whatever nuggets you can get. All right. What about now well, we're really getting deep cuts here. Do you have sauna okay. there? I have one near me, but I don't eat there very often. It's just hard to get to. Um oh, I, I think I know the guy you're us. talking about. Real quick, real quick. Jermichael Finley. Is that the guy you're thinking of? Oh, that might be him, maybe. Yeah, Jermichael Finley. Back I might be going back further uh, than that too, and might might be before your time. Mark Chimera, Paul Kaufman, Jackie Harris. Nope. Okay. Well, either way. I'm sorry. No, anyway, so, Sonic. Maybe John Coon might be here talking about. Double cheeseburger with bacon. Hmm. Fries. That's good stuff. And a drink. $2.99. Yeah, yeah. Sonic's doing that down here. Okay. Well, it doesn't have to be very good at $2.99. It's damn good for two ninety nine. Well, no, the burger it doesn't. It, it only has to be even half decent for three bucks. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I, I'm, I mean, I've not been to a Sonic in a long time. Okay, what the? Where, okay, you're a Taco Bell guy, but I don't. I don't have one of those here. Um, I, I do love Taco Bell, sir. Where, where, where else do you hit for 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 a burger that I might have? So I could we can price compare burger. Um. I really like Wendy's burgers. If I'm getting a burger from a fast food place, I'm going to hit Wendy's or Burger King. What does a Wendy's combo cost you in the States? Probably less than you guys, but it just depends on what you get. I'm assuming it's less, but I'm I'm curious as to how much it might be less. Uh, Depending on what you order. uh, Okay, let's just go with a classic. I mean, you're, 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 a, you're, you're a big guy like me, so you're, I'm going to guess you're having at least a double cheeseburger. With oh, yeah, yeah. If I get just yeah. a classic double with fries and a drink, seven bucks maybe? Six, seven okay, bucks? Okay, so it's not, 
It's more, but not disgustingly more. It's about nine fifty here, pushing ten. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, yeah, I think I think it's about what bad. you think. Because after our uh, uh, after our discussion earlier, I checked the uh, uh, conversion rate. Uh-huh. It's, uh huh. Oh, your American money's God, send me more of it. 30, 30, 31 cents on the dollar. Oh, man. You'll love that come Christmas Today's, time. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. Like, I mean, uh, that amount that that amount I'm getting, this is, this is going to add another, uh, a third of that is going to be added on there. Really neat here. You can actually choose uh, on, I actually looked this up, menuwithprice.com. You can go on yeah. here and click on the state you're in. And you can click on the town where they have your Wendy's. Like, let's just—I'm going to click on where I'm at, um, and they'll give you the prices of everything. Oh well, uh, see that I can't. I wonder if I can get that up here. Although I have a fairly good idea of what Wendy's costs, but is this really the only yeah, place I'm just, we ever? Yeah, uh, I'm just looking here. Don't go off them. Uh, well, I thought it would. It's not showing up, actually. I thought it would. Hillbilly place you live in. Uh, let's see here. Actually, they try to keep them all about the same. A double cheese combo seven nineteen. Seven nineteen. Okay, yeah, I'd probably. So. A baconator combo, uh, eight dollars nine cents. Yeah, this only has, it says Canada until you go to look at it, and then it don't say, then you don't get Canada anymore. Jerks. (laughs) I was bait and clicked. I was clicked and baited. Uh, But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much. What did you know? You said a double double with cheese combo, you said? Combo, yeah. $7 and something. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, it's nine something here. But like I said, with the difference in in currency, that's about right. So Yeah, I'm gonna say it's probably about the same. But I know there was the uh, like you guys have got what is it like Tom was talking about, Uber Eats, I think it's called. Uh, we don't have that where I live, but I mean yeah, okay, but yeah, but you know what that is. Okay, like yeah, up here yeah, I know what it is. it's called up here it's called skip the dishes, they call it. Same same deal. Same idea. And they made a big deal here the other day. I got an email that uh you could get McDonald's now from this place. And oh. I'm thinking, okay, any anybody who's had McDonald's though knows that you know if McDonald's isn't hot and fresh, it's not very good. And some people True. may even argue that it's not very good even when it's hot and fresh. And I'm looking at the thing and going, well, okay, how are they going to? I mean, Grand Prairie is a city of seventy thousand people. I mean, it takes more than five or ten minutes to get across town at supper time yeah. let's say, or at lunchtime. The average, the average uh, delivery estimated time was twenty to forty minutes. Oh my God! For McDonald's? <laughs> and I'm thinking, who the who the fuck wants a forty minute old burger and fries? Not me. And then I looked at the price, and was shuddered to find that McDonald's isn't cheap anymore. Uh, a Big Mac combo with a medium, which only gets you a medium drink and a medium fries. Is ten dollars and twenty five cents. Yeah, I mean McDonald's is not cheap at all anymore. I mean they have the one, two, three dollar menu, but other than that. Well, and I and I don't know. I may have told you the story before, but I know for a fact when McDonald's came to 
uh, Grand Prairie in 1982, a Big Mac combo was 2.99. Wow. Because That's a my deal. brother, my brother, and then we had no tax. My brother had two, and I had two, so that's what three, six, nine, twelve. My sisters had one each, so fifteen, eighteen, and my mom didn't. She would just have a drink and fries, and it was twenty bucks. And five people ate for that price. And that's not bad. Yeah, and now twenty dollars with the tax that they got now, and the price of it doesn't doesn't get you two. Nah, nah, barely. Get food for two people. But I mean, okay, granted, that's 35 years ago, so. But still, it's it's interesting to see how different, uh, how much it shit has changed. Okay, I got another one for yeah. you. Do you know what a Cuban okay, lunch is? Uh, Cuban lunch? A chocolate bar called a Cuban lunch? Or is that a Canadian Oh, no, I never thing? heard of that. No, I never okay. heard of it. It used to be a big thing back in the 70s, and it disappeared, but somebody brought it back. Just the other, about two, three weeks ago, they announced that it's going to be back for Christmas. Everybody here is, like, real, real excited. It's just chocolate and peanuts, but it was, it's done in such a way that I can't really Very explain. Very one of those things like it. Uh, yeah, and tasted damn good. Now, I know it won't taste as good as what I remember it tasting, but I'm looking forward yeah. to trying one. Did you have rum and butter? You know, like a, a, no. a, a caramel bar. A caramel bar. You know what that is? Oh, you mean a, a caramello? No. Uh, okay, that might be a Canadian thing too. Then. Might Cad, be. Cad, Cad, Cadbury caramel bar. It's called. It's just, I've, heard, uh, I've heard of Cadbury. I've heard of Cadbury it's cream. A, it's just uh, chocolate with with its little chocolate squares all in one bar with with caramel in the squares, basically. Cadbury, what were they calling I'm going to have to bar. I'm going to have to send you or see what it costs to send you one of those. Um, uh, okay, okay. A, yeah, I've seen these. It's called I've Treats from these. a Country, where they send you a box uh, and it's full of, full of uh, chips and candy that are only available in that country, and you get to try them out. That's a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm they, looking it up here. Uh, yeah, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but uh, there's it's all kinds of videos. It's a monthly snack box. Apparently it's yeah, a... Yeah, treats. Uh, Trytreats.com. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's where I'm at you, now. Yeah, but I don't want to do it monthly. I just want to send you the one from Canada. Apparently it's, it's free gift. shipping to anywhere in the United States. Yeah, if you if you live in the United States. <laughs> but not I do. in Canada. Yeah, but it's only it free here, shipping if you, you live in the United States. The standard States. pack and the premium pack. The standard pack contains four to six international snacks. The premium contains eight to 12. Okay, but I don't want international. I just want Canadian. It says here, each one box features snacks from a different country in the world. The country you'll receive is secret until you receive the box. Yes, I don't want that. I want I want to pick, be able to pick my country. World of snacks. There's a whole bunch of them on there. I'll have to look and see if there isn't. Uh, if a There's guy treats from around the world. Uh, why it's does me. this not have I, Canada? You dirty rotters. 
Hold on. Let me just try this. I like how everyone listening to this podcast now is like they're sitting here listening to me and you just (laughs) go on the internet. And they're loving it. The downloads will be incredible. (laughs) Minnesota loses by 30. If you go to YouTube, there's all kinds of videos of like they're called reaction videos where these people get the box and trash it out. It's kind of funny. uh, I found one that's called X-Pack. Uh, E-X-P-A-C-K Canadian, $35 um, I'm looking here to see what, what comes in them um, Canadians Says here, here uh, Ketchup chips Oh Henry's Oh we got Oh Henry's rule <laughs> I love those things Yeah, yeah man, that's, a, that's a big one up here Oh we love I love Oh Henry's we get, we get those down here Yeah but I'll bet you uh, they different they might. They might. Uh, it seems to cheesy. That's the case for most. Those things like the cheesy. Oh, yeah. Cheesy's. What, what brand are they? Uh, Hawkins. Oh, cheesy's are the gods. Uh, here it looks like some macaroni and cheese. Shreddies. Which look like shredded mini wheats. Smarties. Who cares about that? Aloha. Or Alpha Gittens. Heinz Alpha Giddy. Elf Getty, like yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just so shitty pasta and shitty pickle, sauce in a can. Lay's dill pickle, pickle chips, chips which I'll patch. I see old Dutch. Here you go. Chips of the, Rock, chips of the gods. Rocking the chip world. Uh, That looks like some kind of peach-flavored something. Magarts or something like that. Uh, Maynard. Uh, yeah, Maynard's. Maynard's. Or ketchup chip. Yeah, pe- there's some kind of candy, yeah. Uh, uh, Wonder Bar. Wonder Bar. Uh, uh, uh. Wonder Bar, Mr. Big. <laughs> Me, not kidding. Kind of an O. Henry, but sweeter yeah. than an O. Henry, if that makes sense. Cherry Blossom, uh, Nielsen <sighs> Jersey Milk. Oh, ever, ever, have you ever had a Cherry Blossom? I have not. I've never heard yeah, of that's them. That's a, what, okay, well, what that is, is, um, there's a cherry, with a uh, cherry, uh, I don't know what you would call it. Well, like sauce liquid around it, about an inch yeah. wide or so, inside of a round shape chocolate with peanuts in it, and you eat to huh. the center and hit the ch- and hit the cherry, and then the liquid runs out, and you eat the cherry. And if you're a man, well, oh, you have okay. great fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> It's a chocolate covered cherry. It's a great conversation starter in a room if anyone's eaten one because you've got to almost lap it up, damn near. And Jersey milk is uh, eat more. Jersey milk is a better version of um, uh, your fucking chocolate. uh, What the hell is yours called again? Um, Hershey's. Yes, there's a better version of a Hershey's bar. I do love a good Hershey bar. Because the milk this, uh, from, from a Jersey, the milk from a Jersey cow is a little bit sweeter, so it has an even more of a sweet taste. If you can imagine chocolate with more of a sweet taste, this looks like uh, this looks like a thing. This looks like a thing called Eat Mo. Eat it's Eat Dash M O something. Eat more. Oh yeah, it's Eat More. What are those like? Taffy? Yeah, that's I can't even explain one of those. You'd like those too. That's peanuts and chocolate all uh, twisted up together into almost a, 
like soft toffee almost. Oh, okay. Like a cow so tail. When you bite kinda, into, but... So when you bite into it, it, you have to kind of pull it a little bit to get to, to bite it off. Okay, here's, some, it here's some more. Uh, for? Party, Humpty Dumpty Party Mix. Uh, okay, that's like uh, you guys have like checks. I think it's called check mix. Yeah, crispers, yeah, crispers, that's, potato uh, chips. Big deal. Yeah. Uh, what's this? Grannies. Oh, I don't know what that what's is. With Sean Grannies. Mm-hmm. Here's some know. Tim Horton cake. Tim Horton cake cups. Uh, oh yeah, I love the Tim Hortons. Maynard's sour, sour yeah, gummies. Hard. That's like sour hard. Yeah, that's like hard. That's like hard candy and shit. Maynard's. Uh, here is Ringles. 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 Or something like that. Yeah. Ruffles. And this is Pringles. This here? Not Pringles. Ringles. Ringolos. Ringolos. Oh, I don't know what that is. Looks like you so much time. Me. Where are we at on time? We're running running out here. Um, well, I was going to say, because I got nothing on my clock, so I don't know. Okay, we only got a couple minutes left. This one here says uh, poutine gravy mix. <laughs> you have to have Canadian poutine at least once if you've never had it. <laughs> my mom makes our gravy. We actually don't have gravy mix. My mom makes gravy homemade. Okay, but it's but poutine's not just gravy. Uh-huh. Cheese involved. There's cheese involved in poutine. Oh, cheese, cheese and gravy. Okay. You, put, put, poutine in Canada is a big heaping plate of French fries with hot gravy mixed with cheese curds that the hot gravy melts onto the mm. fries, and you eat the whole thing. Oh, gotcha. Well, that sounds the trick good. Is, though, you got to. You got to get the right kind of cheese, or it doesn't melt, eh? and then it's not as good. But uh, oh yeah, you go to Quebec up here, the French have got yeah. uh, poutine down to a science. But you can get like I can get poutine at like Wendy's here or McDonald's or really? all the restaurants have poutine up here. Yeah, <laughs> you know what we can get at Wendy's here? I bet you probably can't get it up there. Um, chili chips and cheese. Uh, I don't think so. We got we got you can get chili, but. Yeah, they no, give the you uh, an order of like they give you an order of tortilla chips, and then they pour chili on it. They're chili, and then they put melted well, cheese on top. We might have of that. It. I don't know because that's not my kind of thing in a fast food restaurant. But the thing that really frosts me here is that like Kentucky Fried Chicken doesn't have biscuits. They do, or they don't. They don't. They don't have they biscuits? biscuits. What's their problem? I don't know. I guess biscuits just aren't that big in Canada, but I man, I would kill biscuits, for biscuits. Man, if biscuits, it wasn't for biscuits, West Virginia wouldn't be a state. Do you have um, Cobb's Bakery down there? Is that a U.S. thing too? Uh, I mean, you're talking to a guy that lives in a small state, so I don't think I've ever heard uh, of it. I don't know if they're. Uh, not saying it might not be down the, here, but I've. I don't know if that's just a Canadian thing or not. They oh man, they get the they make. They make stuff that just everything is made fresh daily. They don't keep anything. Anything they don't sell goes to the food bank or whatever, and they start fresh again the ne- that night. 
So when you go there and get bread or buns or pastries or scones or biscuits or any of that yeah. sort of stuff, it's all fresh as can be. Good God. Is it to die for? Find a bakery. Let's see if they got cops in the United States or not. Well, cool. We don't have a lot of like. We don't have like a lot of big name bakeries down here that would be like national change chains. There but. is a Cobbs in Tom could go to one. There's one near Philadelphia by the looks of things here. Oh yeah. Yep. No, oh, that's no, that's nowhere near Philadelphia. It's New York. That's nowhere near Philadelphia. Although driving wise, it's probably not that far. But <laughs> so. A quick change of pace here before we get out of here. Uh, just saw something on Instagram that a friend of mine shared from, uh, looks like a, a post from ESPN or something. West Virginia's Dana Holgerson is a madman, and it's awesome. So te- take a listen to this. The most fun football game of the season was won by the West Virginia Mountaineers thanks to a monster gamble by Holgerson and quarterback Will Greer. We had the decision made before we took the field, Holgerson said, at his choice as to whether to go for two or to win uh, rather than kicking a PAT and head to overtime. It was either a stroke of genius or the act of a complete madman. (laughs) Hold on. It was either a stroke of genius, the act of a complete madman, or Holgerson had just finished 12 Red Bulls during the quarter and needed the game to end to hit the little boy's room. (laughs) That's also possible. I don't know how true that is, but that's funny. Like I believe it's our good friend, friend of the show, Conrad Thompson, who says that's it's the kind of play where if you if it works, fuck what yeah. a play. And if it doesn't, what in the hell were they thinking? I still say what in the hell were they thinking? I would have never done that. But and and sir, to we end the show, I want to just say time. before we go that the Patriots okay. are winning by 14 points with three minutes left. I am now uh, 10 and 0. Going to 11 and 0. Go, Cowboys, go. There you go. You'll hear the screams from so, Canada that the Cowboys lose tomorrow and don't cover. I can't wait to hear them, but <laughs> I'm kidding. So thanks again, for everybody, for listening. Oh, dang, this fuck you, too, by the way. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> This has been I would say may the, tim- may the Timberwolves lose by 40, but God has taken care of that for me already. I'd say shit, they can do that any night of the week. You can't insult my and team. Do. I'm going to insult them first. <laughs> Get in line. <laughs> any insults you've got for them, I'll agree with you. But thanks to Tim, this is Nate. We've had a good night talking about food and sports and being dads and living the dream. Okay, we'll be back later shit. this week. We got Wide Men Can't Score coming back tomorrow, don't we? we got Wide Men Can't Score back tomorrow, don't we? What's up? No. Damn it. Doug. <laughs> Good day. Eh? Is White Men Can't Score back on tomorrow? And this is or not? my brother Nate. <laughs> I didn't hear you. Sorry, what? I said, Is White Men Can't Score back on tomorrow or not for the eighth time? Uh, I don't know. It could be. It's possible. As long as the electricity. Really, I don't really on, have right? a date. I just usually wait a couple of days. And But uh, yeah, even if it's not tomorrow, it'll be Tuesday. All right. Well, look for Wide Men Can't Score, and then, of course, the one-year anniversary celebration of Wide Men Can't Jump will be up for Wednesday. We will have a great show lined up. Ending in Y. Yes, of course. But for Tim, I'm Nate. Let's get out of here, Tim. Hi, everyone. Hi, little T.R.
My daddy never came to the goddamn show again today. I don't know why. I think it's something to do with, he said he saw a, a, a Robin Redbreast. I, I don't know what that's all about, but uh, peace. Thanks for listening to this show on the Wide Man Radio Network, blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. You can download this and any other episode from our network at iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pod Paradise, Google Play, Player FM, and anywhere you find your favorite podcast. This show has been brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com, facebook.com slash makeupkennedy, and wowfreecam.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at WideJump. You can follow us on Instagram at WideMenCan'tJump and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash WideMenCan'tJump. Please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Also, rate the show and tell us how we did. If you love us, please give us a five-star rating. Again, thanks for listening to this episode on the Wide Men Radio Network. Tune in, same time, same place, for the Wide Men Radio Network at blogtalkradio.com slash WideMenCan'tJump.